So Fix has got four balls, and what's she going to do with them? She's going to throw them at Rob. So yeah. I'm going to duck out of the way. Off you go. Okay. Oh. oh, okay, right there. And Rob, <laughs> Rob has butter fingers. He caught no balls. Damn it. I'm sure there's some sort of significance to this, which Fix will explain in a minute. Right. Now, nope. one ball. Today's podcast is about script writing, and we're joined by the fabulous Fix Ward. Hello. Hi, Fix. Thank you for coming Hi. in today. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Would you like to tell our audience to this camera here who you are and what you do? I'm Vix Ward, and I'm a copywriter. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> so I write content for um, websites, marketing collateral, scripts, and uh, brochures, ebooks. Um, I do writing, editing, and also proofreading. Brilliant, fantastic. Need a bit of a prompt. <laughs> I know it's easy. It's like we, we, well, we just say do. we do videos and podcasts. We use cameras. We use cameras <laughs> and microphones and <laughs> things like that. So today, guys, um, you're in for a treat. So as Fix just mentioned, she does skip writing. Rob, you're still moving around in a chair. Oh, sorry. sorry so if you guys sorry. aren't watching the video, please check out the video as always. So we're talking about script writing on videos. Um, obviously, Vix does a lot more than just script writing. So we're going to delve into this right now. Okay. But to summarise, to let you all know what's coming up, mm. what's coming up on the on the episode, Rob? So the first topic is uh, we'll be talking about script writing for the types of... Uh, script. Video. Have we said script? Yeah, I think yeah. Okay. Uh, script writing for the types of videos <laughs> Vix does and more about her and how... You know, how she came into it. And, and we're going to talk about um, scripts first um, for ads and movies. Um, it's not just for movies. We're going to be talking... Uh, actually, no, we're not going to be talking about it. We've got a, a, a lovely exercise coming oh. up. Um, Fix has brought some tennis balls. So hang around to find out what that's about. <laughs> or you may have seen the, the stinger at the beginning where Rob's been hit with tennis balls. Um, <laughs> and then finally, we're summarising on five tips for you to be able to write um, mm. scripts for your, your productions up there so that's what's coming up yeah exciting stuff so the first one is where did it all begin <laughs> <laughs> no, one of our other clients says this all the time uh so why do you do what you do vix why um because i i love writing actually um i've come at it as a second career almost really um my background is marketing i um and so I've found writing as um, as something that um, is very creative and I love that process. I'm mm. able to help clients um, by giving them better content. So I get a lot of satisfaction from making that part of their job easier. Um, so I, I guess it's a combination of being able to help mm. and uh, provide a service that some people find quite difficult to do. Um, I love writing, so it's a good way of. What did you What did you do before else. you started writing? Um, so I was a marketing consultant. So I've been oh. freelancing for a long time. I've been freelancing for about eighteen years. Wow! Initially, as a marketing consultant, I'd come out of advertising agencies. Mm. I used to account handle. Uh, big uh, brand accounts in advertising agencies, uh, running their marketing campaigns, but dealing with um, creative directors, art workers, copywriters, mm. briefing jobs into them. And then when I had my kids, I went freelance and my natural transition was to do marketing consultancy. Mm. 
But actually, as kind of as time went on, more and more clients were asking me to help them with their copy, write their copy, mm. write newsletters, brochures, help them with ads. Um, and then actually, I did a creative writing course. I kind of, right. I'd always worked to a brief. I had always had a client give me a brief, and I'd done as I was told. That's mm. what you did in agencies. You'd, yes, yeah. The client would say jump, and you'd say how high. <laughs> so that's kind of how I was conditioned. Oh. So I, I wanted to see if I could actually think and be creative outside of a brief environment. Mm. So outside of having a brief. So um, I did a creative writing course. And, you know, you were just given little prompts yeah. or pictures to create about to stories. Say, I was about to say, I mean, obviously a creative writing course is going to be prompts, but yeah, ultimately but you're having to come out of the the original ideas. Mm. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So you'd, you'd have maybe have a, a picture or a photograph or a, yeah. a word and you'd have to go off and create a story. They didn't do this scenario where they say, right, take this pen and put a story behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not quite, but, you know, similar things. You know, um, you'd have to create a story in six words or wow. you'd have to do... Um, there were all shall, sorts shall we of different exercises. No. Did you take to, like, a duck to water or did you struggle? Were there any struggles with it? I, I suppose I found getting my confidence yeah. took a little while, but actually I was in such a great group who oh, were, okay. who'd come from all different walks of life and they were so positive mm. and um, all the feedback was really constructive that actually I just found my feet, found my confidence, realised I, oh. I could write and that clients were, were wanting me to write mm. for them. Oh, so I, I kind of took that great feedback I'd had in, mm. the, in the room and um, kind of transitioned it and let the marketing consultancy go completely, wow. really, and just went for copywriting. And I've just was that been... quite daunting to let it go? It, it was because I'd come from an advertising yeah, agency yeah, where yeah. the copywriters were the sullen people mm. up in the uh, in the loft who <laughs> you take a brief up to, and they'd yeah. look absolutely disgusted wow. <laughs> with the brief that yeah. you had, and and you would be intruding on their time. And I always found the you felt guilty for approaching them yeah, when it's their job. I always found them quite. <laughs> quite daunting briefing a copywriter because you know they were like the gods yes of, yeah. you know I was in a big advertising agency we were in McCann Erickson it was the biggest in the world mm. you know we they did campaigns for Coca-Cola wow. um you know it's like a, the the real deal and these copywriters upstairs you know they were just amazing <laughs> so it was terrifying as a so did a you did you, manager you must have briefing them you must have picked up a, a sense of what it's like to be a copywriter. You had that that high level there. Yes. Where you just thought, mm. did, did you think you ever wanted to be one of those people at the time? It was never on my radar mm. that I would ever come come close to doing that. You know, they're almost revered, the creative creatives and the copywriters. And mm. so it wasn't something I ever felt I could really... It wasn't even on my, on my radar, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually looking back at it now, I can see that... When I used to take their copy and then take it to the client, get clients' feedback and go back to the copywriter because there was always lots of feedback. Yeah. I can see now that actually I'm a really good copywriter. <laughs> We've got 18 years I to do. prove it now. As well. <laughs> well, yeah, I think maybe that's it. That's experience as well as help that, you know, the number of amends I used to have mm. to brief in to that copy and now I'm very much mindful of getting the brief right from the client so that I don't have to. Yeah. 
so they get what they want rather so you don't than have to go to back and forth make and loads and loads of amends that is the aim is to were try you, not to were you working in a, um, a team of copywriters at the time well, I was an account manager, so yeah. I was sort of the go-between between the client and the creatives. Yep. So that was my role so you had to in, in agencies. So oh. I had to interpret the brief and brief that into creative mm. and then take that back to the client. Yep. So I was kind of going in between. So we'd, we'd either be doing a TV commercial one mm. day or we'd be doing a 48-sheet poster campaign or brochures, you know, all wow. sorts. Wow. So... Um, so having had that experience has been yeah. really useful. And I think that that's what's taken me a little while to think, well, actually, I'm a copywriter. I haven't done a course, <laughs> yeah. but I've got a lot of experience and I that can, speaks I for can itself. write. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you always need to do do a course to prove. Well, no. It's, it's already naturally in you for mm. your, your experiences in life. Yeah. I mean, I never did a course. I'm like, God, shock horror. A course <laughs> on videography or film. Yeah. Um, it's just through the experience of being a designer yeah. and all the things in 3D visualization and things like that, yeah. where you build it up. A qualification can only get you so far. Yeah. Experience will speak for itself. I yeah, think. absolutely. And I, t I totally forgot to mention for actually, guys, um, Vix is a, um, a client of ours as well. We've worked yeah. with Vix on producing our own video. We'll totally whack missed up the video. We'll whack up the yeah. video. We're <laughs> going to show you some B-roll now if you're not not watching the podcast. But we work with Vix. I've met Vix through um, networking, like where we meet all of our clients mm. through, through networking. And she approached us uh, end of last year. I wanted to produce your video for yeah. you. Yeah. And uh, it was so nice. But this is one, one of the times where we didn't have to think, Oh, we need a scriptwriter. <laughs> you did the job. The beauty, yeah. So, on that, Vix, how hard is it to write your own script compared to writing for a client? It is. I would say it's harder. I think for for my video, I had quite a clear idea of what I wanted to mm. achieve. So once I had the idea that. I wanted it to be more than just somebody sitting at a desk mm. and writing. That's really not interesting for anybody to watch. No. So, <laughs> no, when you're trying to show something creative. <laughs> yeah, it's a creative process and I suppose I wanted to really show the the real the real process mm. that it is more than just behind the down. curtain of yeah. what what goes on through that creative. Yeah, yeah and actually creative the creative bit is the bit that's away from the desk, the thinking bit oh. when you're not actually sitting there writing is that that planning the thinking yeah. the, the clear thinking bit beforehand and that's so. what i think i i really liked about working with you because obviously we're, we're in the creative industry as well and you need that time away yeah. and sometimes when you know somebody comes up to us i needed that video yesterday that leaves you no thinking time no. So this is where having some idea of time scales and things where you can plan it in you like yourself you you go for a walk you think you make notes yeah um and that's what was refreshing about working with with you um, compared to the other videos we, we've done mm. before. I mean, obviously, we've done videos for like um, a photographer who has a creative process as well. But you, yeah. you took it one step further and said, and you, you were, most people think you've got to be sat at your desk all the time from nine to five. But you're like, no, I'll go out for a walk. Mm. Yeah. I'll go and think about it. I, I've well, got that's a question. Where I come up with the ideas, definitely, yeah. while I'm out. That's this, where the clarity comes. This question's off topic, but how do you, if you're really stumped on an idea of what to do, what do you, does a walk help? Definitely like moving Why definitely helps. 
I think there's been lots of books written about the creative yeah. process, and actually, as I've un, as I've as I've realised my own creative process, I've read more books about the creative process. Yeah. John Cleese has written one recently, mm. um, oh. and um, some very famous advertising guys have written about mm. the creative process, and and that bit is about letting go. Once you've done all your research and you've interviewed the client, or you've spoken to customers, you've looked at reviews, you've looked at what how customers what they value in yeah, their, yeah, their yeah. connection with clients um once you've done all that research and you've looked at competitors and you've done all your reading mm. and you know your objective you know where you've got to try and get to you almost need to let it all go mm. and when i'm out walking or i'm walking the dog or i'm trying to run or driving would you or say? driving yeah, yeah, yeah. You've just got that clarity. Rob's doing the motions. driving. (laughs) You've got that clarity and you focus on the end game, where you're trying to get to, and it it comes. I don't really know where it comes from, but eventually it comes. Mystic force. (laughs) You do literally get this idea. And you think, well, actually, yeah, that might there might be something in that. Yeah. Um, Is there any occasion where you go for that walk? You you get back and think, I come. need to go for another one. Yeah, no, I need to go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that the sun's yeah. out. Or <laughs> no, I'm going to go again, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's a. I guess everybody's creative process yes, is yeah. different. Mm. Um, my my most craziest ideas always come up when I'm in the shower. So okay. it always it's all the drive yeah and it doesn't matter if that drives five minutes or 15 minutes yeah. but yeah that's really interesting I've just um, I've got really into podcasts as I'm sure lots of people have got into mm. podcasts over lockdown um, and I was listening to Seth Godin on a, a, a podcast he's a great marketing guru yeah. I've followed him 25 years wow. um, I'm doing a workshop with him at the moment a freelancers workshop yeah. and one of the thing, one of the things he said when he was um he was writing uh, permission marketing and coming up with another idea for another book. He had to come up for a, with an idea for a book every day. And wow. he, he put himself in the shower. So he was in the shower and he gave himself the objective that he wasn't going to get out of the shower until he came up with an idea. That's a lot of hot water. That's a lot of hot water. There's a lot of pressure <laughs> yeah. on the hot water yeah. as well. But yeah, that's you got, you got the pressure and the added pressure of the shower. Of oh, the shower. Yes. <laughs> then you're in there for so long, people are wondering what you're doing in there. As yeah. yeah. long as you told the partner. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get out until I've come up with this idea. I'm always that's accused mad. of being in the shower far too long. It's because I'm creative thinking. <laughs> yeah, coming up with ideas. Yeah, Perfect. exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, so, okay, we're going to we'll move swiftly on because that conversation go off in the wrong I've direction. I've probably though. not even answered the question, sorry. <laughs> no, you have, you have. That's brilliant okay. answer to the question. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on to script writing. Okay. Now, now you've already mentioned several things which you do to get out your 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 brain, go for a walk, and think about things. So, what we've got on our notes here is scripts for ads versus movies. Now, when people think script writing, they always think it's going to be a movie, but actually, there's script writing for ads and all sorts of different things. Do you want to explain yeah, a little bit more about definitely. About that? So going back to, um, so I've, going back to briefing in um, a creative idea for a television commercial, mm. say. So you, you, you want to shoot a 30 second television commercial, you brief in the objective for the commercial. And we always used to brief in a creative, but also a copywriter who would work together. So they would storyboard the visual aspect of the mm. commercial but the, the the words would would tie in 
alongside that. So, so it's done the, at the same time? Done at the same oh. time, and the words are just as important as the, as the visual. So yeah. as, a, as a script writer, I would say, actually, your words are probably more important. They are the thread mm. that keep your that keep your idea together, that keep your concept together. They're almost like the elastic in your waistband. I would like to think (laughs) that your words are... (laughs) Your words are the elastic. They really are because they hold it together. They they keep it moving. They're almost like um, you're here and you want to get to there. They keep your visual... Um, your visuals moving on yeah. to the next. Well, that's that's step. certainly true. I mean, uh, b- before that's we like get audio, video and audio, video and audio. Before we get going on anything apart from something like a podcast, even though we got actually a loose script, we're following the bullet points on on this podcast. But even before we get going on any sort of video um, advertisement or introduction, you always need that story arc. Yeah, and if you try and wing it. It's not going to work. Shows, yeah. No. Yeah. And you end up, actually makes the editing process a lot longer because you're trying to hobble something together. Mm. Yeah. It just doesn't and work. And you've got no kind of common thread. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I like to think of it as you have to have, the as any, as any story with any video, it needs a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. So you've got to start with, well, what am I trying to achieve? You know, it's either whether it's your intro mm. or whether it's highlighting a specific problem that a customer might have. Mm. Um, your middle is your resolution. What you're what you're going to be um, giving your customer. So the problem solving part. Of yeah, the so. solving of that yeah. problem, the benefit that they're going to achieve, and the end, what they need to do next, how they need to get in touch with you. So that's obviously very basic structure, yeah. but the words form the the structure yeah. of your video, of your visual. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, most people would have heard the the beginning, the middle, and the end. But it's, it, this is where it becomes m- much more detailed. It's about how do you start it, get to the middle, the story arc, get into the middle, then f- then to the conclusion. Mm. I always see like the start being, let's say it's in a span of one minute video. Yeah. I always see like the start being around about five or seven seconds, the middle being the majority of it, and then the end being a lot shorter. Is that true or have I got that totally wrong? I don't know. I guess it depends. Or you've got to keep it moving, haven't you? Yeah. You want your audience mm. to stick with you. So I guess you don't want to hang around on one issue for too long. Yeah. Yes, I guess that works. If you highlight the problem initially, you don't need to go on and on about the, what the problem yeah, is. Repeat or it in different ways. Different yeah. problems. You know, highlight your problem, and then what you want to get to is the resolution and how you can provide mm. that, and the service and the products that you can give and the benefits that that yeah. gives and and creating that emotional connection with your audience as does, well. Um, does, sorry, I yeah, yeah. really cut no, her off. No, no, no. Um, just, just excited. You carry on, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you ask the questions as they pop into your head. Does, um, <laughs> does video content, do you always need a script? I think it's useful to have um, your structure bullet pointed yeah. beforehand, whether it comes in the form of a script or whether it just comes in the form of written thoughts. Yes, yeah, then yeah. it has its arc and um, okay. its structure, but it doesn't need to be script. It could doesn't be, need to be it that. could be um, music, it could be sound. I mean, there are loads of commercials yeah. which haven't had any script at all and don't like, yeah, lose Coke, yeah Coca-Cola yeah. doesn't lose an impact in any way it has music that but that's still all scripted is because it's got to be scripted from a visual point of view you still need that yeah. story art it's storyboarded just because there's no voice in it 
being yeah. said, you've mm. still always got it. Yeah, you've still got your story. Mm. So that will have been written out, that story. I yeah. was watching one this morning at Coca-Cola Rad with yeah. a bunch of animated polar bears who are, <laughs> they um, throw in a bottle of Coke and the polar bears are trying to catch the bottle of Coke without yeah. spilling it and they're on the ice and they're slipping around and, and the music is amazing mm. and it's very emotive. This, um, but the first words you see are on the end frame yeah. with, the, um, with the slogan and it's... But it's there's no script to it yeah. visually or, or so, sound. But. So question for you then. So when you're when you're writing scripts or deciding if somebody approaches you and you're deciding whether they need a script or whether they need prompts, it's going to be the size of the brand as well. How well known are you? Mm. You know, not everybody could do something like that. No. Start off with. So yeah. I just think. Well, maybe they they do, and to make their business seem even bigger by going like minimal minimalistic yeah. on that front. So I guess that's a, a thing you've got to consider as well. But I think that that's quite an interesting point because I think people think they have to throw in as much information as possible yeah. because they're a small brand and they're and they're not well known. But actually, I think you can end up looking like you don't really know yeah. what you're talking about because you're trying to cover all bases and say lots of things. I think as long as you start with, well, what's my objective for doing this? Mm. What am I trying to achieve? Who am I talking to? Mm. And what space are they in as well? Everybody's so busy at the moment. You bounce around on yeah. social media. Everybody's just, you get distracted. Has that changed get... in the last, sorry, I'm going to go off on one now. Well, not off on one, literally. But <laughs> has that changed in the last, especially the last five years with social media and our attention span? Has it changed how you write? You're very. You have to be very mindful of as mm. a writer to be aware of how distracted people are, your your audience are, and how easily they can go off on a tangent. So, mm. um, the seed that you have to plant in their head is has is a controlled one. You have mm. to keep them on point without getting them suddenly going off yeah. and finding out about something completely different. I suppose if it's something difficult for them to keep track of, yeah. they're going to lose attention span on it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, you have to be mindful that, mm. of that. And I suppose writing for different platforms as well, um, what your different audiences are, whether it's Instagram or LinkedIn or, you know. Do you get that often now when, when somebody approaches you? They say, right, I want one piece of work, but I want it to be on every platform. Yeah. And then do you have to adapt and rewrite it? Or how, how do you work with, with people like that? I guess I've tended to uh, work on the full video. So you'll do the full video, but mindful that it's going to be chopped up into pieces and then that will be used for social media. Mm. So when you're writing the frames, make sure that they work in isolation mm. as well as as a complete piece. So, um, And that's, that's, that's a skill in itself. Because mm. otherwise, if you don't, if you, you're writing it so that segments can be taken out, I mean, we, we do this for our clients with yeah. videos, we you know take segments out. And if that... That, that that one segment can make sense, but in the whole video, it could be a bit jarring if it's for yes. something stopping and starting. Yeah, there's a lot of saying it out loud. You yeah, know, right. I do stand in my office and talk to myself a lot. I see. You know, Other, like not that. only just for work. Yeah, no. and I've, I've got a dog, so it's really handy to <laughs> do you bounce talk to your stuff dog? off the dog because <laughs> she doesn't criticise me anyway. She thinks I'm great. <laughs> Brilliant. Are there um, happy coincidences like when you're script writing that you'll you'll like specifically do something but then you know hesitate and oh should I leave that in there or not and then you do and it works out for you? 
Yeah, that, sometimes. I can't think of any examples particularly, <laughs> oh, okay. but yeah, sometimes that can happen where it just all, all flows and yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. together really easily. But sometimes, oh, sometimes I can spend hours yeah. on five words because word. it doesn't work oh. or it doesn't, there's something that just doesn't sit well yeah. or the, um, the flow of it, the, the, um, the, almost the, yeah, the flow of it doesn't yeah. feel right or oh, it wow. doesn't have the right rhythm because it's about hearing the words when you're writing for video or, or ads. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're writing to be heard, you're not writing to I be read. Personality, personality must come mm. in, a, a, well, we know, certainly comes in, in a, a big part. If the, the script's not written for the personality to the person who's presenting it. Yes. I know you've done some script write, um, script writing stuff for voiceovers for TV, I believe, as well. Um, so I've done for um, videos, videos for sorry, people's yeah. websites. Yeah. Um, I've done those. And, yeah, no, it's definitely about getting to know the client. And so I very much... I'm up for talking to the client and listening to them. So mm. I want to hear the language that they use, the way that they speak, the phrasing they use, because it has to be authentic for yeah. them. I'm not, nobody's interested in what I've got to say. I'm writing for, the, for <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. So it's, you definitely have to, um, you know, get in tune with I, your I know, customer. I know when we've done collaborations, we did a collaborate, we've done work on a collaboration at the moment with Andy Taylor White. And, um, he wrote the the content for it, which is absolutely superb. But there was just some words in it where I'm like, I can't even get my tongue around that word <laughs> because of my ever so ever so slight speech impediment. I can't say ours properly and things like that. So I guess when you're when you're working with somebody, you're having to make, maybe Zoom and phone calls is one of the best ways to find Definitely. out actually what words they're using yeah. um, and. And how, and how comfortable they are in delivering it as well. Mm -hmm. You know, some people want a whole script, but some people don't want to learn a script off pat. They mm. might want to learn single lines and just deliver the lines, or mm. they might want to be interviewed. Mm -hmm. So it's a question of writing the questions that you can ask them so that they can feed the line you want. Yeah. Um, so it's not always about just writing a Which script. Is, it's, it's just so many different paths you can go how people want to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm 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 going to move it on now okay. to the bit I've been looking forward to the most. Me too. The tennis balls. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. We're going to do a tennis ball exercise now. Which way round do you want to do this, Fix? Do you want to talk about what it is, or just literally get I on with we'll it, it first. and then explain it? I'll explain it as I go. Yeah. Explain Shall it as I? go. Well, you have to explain part of it because you're going to have to stand up away from the mic. I am going. And to. if if you guys out there are just listening to this podcast. Um, make sure you check it out. We're going to leave a timestamp in the description for this particular exercise because it's quite a visual exercise. I know mm. you can see on video. I will be, I, 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 I'll be commentator <laughs> yeah. on it as the best, best right. I can. Move my mic. So, um, so if you are listening, the guy's going to stand up now. Okay. Um, I'm just going to make sure everybody's on, on view on the camera. Right, you can see Rob in the corner. So right. we have Fix in one corner of the room and in the other corner... We have Rob Pellier, Pulse, and then the copywriter in the other. Now, Vix is holding what, four, four tennis, tennis balls. And I think you can see the tennis balls on, on the wide angle here. Um, so without further ado, what, what are you going to do with those tennis balls? 
<laughs> okay. So Fix has got four balls, and what's she going to do with them? She's going to throw them at Rob. So yeah. I'm going to duck out of the way. Off you go. Okay. Oh. oh, okay, right. And Rob, Rob has butter fingers. <laughs> he caught no balls. Damn it. I'm sure there's some sort of significance to this, which Fix will explain in a minute. Right. Nope. However, one ball... One message. One ball, one message. So I got the message. What was that message? That you could uh, catch one. You, catch you could ball. catch a ball and take <laughs> that message. Woo! Right. Okay. Cool. So Fix is now going to sit down and explain to us what that was what all all about. Right. Okay. So okay. we're just going to let's just leave these tennis balls yeah. away. So if there's inconsistency in our editing, people will see it. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, Fix. What's, what, explain so, to us. Can I, I need a ball back, probably, oh. to explain it. So the idea is that each of the balls um, represents a message. Mm. So whether it's in a TV ad or a, an advertisement in a magazine or even a leaflet or, um, or a video. So I think um, sometimes you can cram these things with too many messages. So the idea is if you throw yeah. all sorts of messages... <laughs> That's right, you are. She's got balls in her hand still. I was thinking they're going to come this way. <laughs> At your audience, they're not going to get any of them. Yeah. But if you throw just one one single-minded yeah. message, then they're much more likely to, to catch it and they're much more likely to have that as the takeaway. That's a superb that. visual for yeah. it. Because they, they, we, we see it all the time. Funny enough, we see it through business networking. Yeah. You know, people will come on and they say, I do X, Y, and Z, and they go on and on and on. You're like, you're mm. lucky if you, I remember one of those. No, it's I always, don't. If it's going to be the, either the first thing, then I switch off, or the last thing. It's exactly the same scenario on videos. Mm. Um, Brilliant exercise. You've wanted yeah. to do that for a while. I have you? wanted to <laughs> chuck a ball at you for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I think it's it's all about just keeping it simple. Yeah. Just yeah. keep it really, really simple. I've, I've always had kiss in the back of my mind. Uh, Keep it simple, stupid. I was about it's to really, throw really that important. in. Yeah. Keep it that. simple, stupid. And it's yeah. absolutely true. Especially, I mean, not only if you're stupid. <laughs> Come on, I don't know if we can say that. Uh, not only if you're stupid, but obviously if you're tired. If you're tired, you're not paying attention. Yeah. If you keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Then you're more likely to remember it. Definitely. For those stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> and tired people. And tired people. Right. That's absolutely brilliant. We're going to move on to the last part of our podcast. Well, second to last part. And we're going to, you've got five tips I for have. our audience. Now, yeah. we've covered some of these tips throughout the podcast, but as a, a sort of like a, a simplified way of telling our audience what they can get from this podcast, things they can go away with right now and implement. Okay. So if they're, if they're writing a script, then I, I, so I've got my five tips are number one, What's your objective? So what are you trying to communicate? Mm. That's your first one. Your second one is right to um, communicate, not to impress. Uh, you know, you really, it's all about communicating with your customer, with your audience. So um, don't try and be overly impressive with mm. what with the information. You used to see that, that on their apprentice on TV where they're trying to do a video. And they go all trying to do Hollywood videos and they miss the message. Yeah. And they're trying to impress. It just overcomplicates. Yeah. You lose people. Like you were just saying, you get you get completely befuddled with information. Love that word, befuddled. Yeah, it's that. just, it's, it's distracting. Yeah. And if somebody is confused, they're gone. That's mm. it. Mm. You don't retain them. So don't write to impress. Mm. Write to communicate. 
the other thing with, with that is with video is that you're writing to um, hear, not to read, and that's very different as mm. well. So mm. when I'm writing for a script, it's about something that can be heard, and so say it out loud. So actually say it out loud, not just in your head. Yeah, not just in your head, because it's not going to be, it's not for reading. Mm -hmm. Um, And the third one is to have a single message, which we've demonstrated how important it is to have a single message. Cut the ball. Much more likely to um, be retained by your audience if you have a single message. And the fourth one is um, don't use jargon. Stay away from jargon, complicated language. Just keep it really, really straightforward. I I guess the only time you could use complicated language if you're targeting, I don't know, engineers with that language, would that work? Yeah, so talk, so yes, write um, for your audience. So Mm. use the language that your audience um, uses and Mm. understands. So yeah, write for your audience. Mm. And then the fifth one is um, you'll have a clear call to action at the end, one single call to action at the end. So have either a website or a telephone number, just... I would say choose one because if you give... Well, choose one over the other, website or telephone. Yeah, oh. I would choose one as a single um, Why call is that? to action at the end because if you choice can paralyse response. Really? If you give oh. people too much choice, they can dither. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, if you have a website, then that's perfect mm. because on the website you'll have a, a form and a telephone number yeah. and a you'll have methods you'll have a choice on the website but if you just give them oh. one they're more likely to remember uh, and i'm going off on a tangent here then somebody more likely to remember a website address to a telephone number though yeah a website yeah. would be easier because yeah. then you've got everything on the website anyway yeah. so yeah the website cool. would be better but one but or, or the other yeah your... don't give them lots and lots of choices yeah. email address fax yes fax <laughs> some people still using fax address <laughs> aol aol myspace let's <laughs> <laughs> chuckle in there follow us on social media do it all it's like, yeah. oh no too many i'm off too much i really yeah. like that yeah go to, go to that single same thing. Our iPad's just gone off. You just switched our iPad <laughs> switched off. It off. Right. Uh, technical error, guys. So absolutely fascinating, Vix. Oh, um, you know, that's something you guys um, out there, our listeners, can put into action straight away. Mm. Um, we always advocate if you if you want to do videos, if you you know give it a go yourself with your with your iPhones, or if you just really you know you don't want to get into the whole tech front, we're always there for you. But this yeah. is something you know they can put into action straight away and, and thinking about the messages, the the start, the middle, the end. It's absolutely brilliant, Fix. Thank you so oh, much. Good, pleasure. So where can people go to find you is your single message. <laughs> <laughs> Fixwardcopywriter.com. Brilliant. We're flashed that up on the, on the video. No telephone number because we're practising what we preach. Yes. <laughs> Choice paralyzes So do you want to response. repeat it one more time? Fixwardcopywriter.com. Easy one to remember. Easy well. one, Your that's name, me. Copywriter. Easy yes. Superb. Yeah. Socials, you're on socials, I'm assuming, as well? I'm on LinkedIn, yes. LinkedIn. Same name, Instagram. Fix Ward. Um, not really, okay. no. <laughs> not bit, really. but no. No, no. Okay. no not particularly. No. Well, yeah, but no. Yes, yeah. no. Yes, no, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, that's from the Ficker Dibley. I've gone with the single, you know. LinkedIn uh, is no. a really great platform to be on. And yes, yeah. It works for Well, you're dealing with business to business, aren't yeah, you? So. Yeah, so it's, um, yeah. Absolutely makes sense. Absolutely fantastic. Well, well thank you so much. Yes. Oh, pleasure. Thank, thank you. you for having me. For it's been really in. good fun. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm, I'm, sad. I'm really sad this one's over. Yeah. I just wanted more tennis balls to be thrown at you. 
<laughs> Absolutely brilliant. I can leave them for you if you like. Yeah, you can throw me in. Yeah, we could play catch yeah. in the car park for afterwards, <laughs> you know. Visualise that, people. <laughs> Lonely. We do have work to do. Yeah, we, yeah, do. we do have work to do. So thank you, Fix. Brilliant. Pleasure. Brilliant. Thank you. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I hope you've managed to get at least one thing out of it. And if you haven't, then you haven't been listening or, or watching because this has been an absolutely superb episode. Ram-packed, info-driven podcast. Absolutely brilliant. So, if you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, please subscribe um, or on whatever podcasting platform you're actually listening to us. And we'd love to hear what you think. Please comment. Um, come back to us and just... Uh, Stay tuned. Hmm. Any last words for you, Rob? Uh, I'm just happy I can catch a ball. I'm happy you can catch a ball because that could have gone terribly wrong. So there's a sportsman in you after all. Yes. (laughs) Brilliant. Thank you, guys. You take care and we'll see you again soon. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. I can't believe we're doing this. (laughs) (laughs) That's my signature. Brilliant. We're done. That's good. We always always put a ta-ra in the end. (laughs)